0: Joe Cohn, doing what they do very well indeed here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. My wife, Marsha, the almost perfect woman, told me one morning that Subway has thrown in a soda and a bag of chips with their $6 sandwich. Does this seem to negate any health benefit you might get from eating at Subway?
1: Your love. Don't make me laugh. I don't want to have I wanna think it I don't want your kisses if I can't have your, love. your love. Play your part. Your loving always lingers. I'll say you have no heart. Your feelings in your fingers. And baby, this is the end. I'll be your friend. Tell the world and all the stars above. I don't want your kisses if I can't.
0: <laughs> if I can't have no. What is it? 1929. That was from 1929. You might have been thinking about this health care for all Americans issue. And you might realize that crushing the poorest Americans with catastrophic medical debt, well... That was one of the surest ways of separating the poorest Americans from whatever home and savings they might have and ensuring that they would be willing to work for whatever wages offered. Yes, if if you were looking for an unlimited supply of slave laborers, wouldn't you definitely be against health care for all Americans? Doop, 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 doop. Harry Allen. Joe Cohn here on the Humble Farmer. Where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. I am the Humble Farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from ya. We did that guys and dolls show down at Gorham. Must have been 1973, 74, 75 in there. And I was playing bass behind Tommy Bushey, a great piano player from down Portland Way that, that backed up the, that show. And I can remember him throwing, the, the guy throwing the dice there. I made a set of dice about four inches square. Anyway, just for you, here's another gee whiz fact from my new oceanography book. Our first postmaster noticed that the English mailboat took two weeks longer to come from England than it took to go to England. Because you know why. Whaling captains who had encountered the British mailboats had often told them that they could make better time if they stayed out of the current that is now known as the Gulf Stream. Yes, But the English captains wouldn't take advice from ignorant fishermen. When Benjamin Franklin finally determined that the mailboats should stay out of the Gulf Stream on the way here from England, he instructed them explicitly to do so. But even then, the captains wouldn't do it. Thank goodness that not even the most ignorant American walk in the planet today would refuse to accept recent scientific discoveries because of their political, economic, or religious convictions, haven't we come a long way? To Count Basie, you know that I'm very interested in how language changes. Language is changing all the time. Back when I was a boy in 1942, 43 or so, there were a lot of words that people even printed in the newspapers that would get you thrown off the air if you said them on radio or television today. And yet today you hear words on television that, well, I'm so old that I can't bring myself to say them because they were very nasty words 70 years ago. I would never use it, even with my friends. Did you ever stop to think that seaweed, seaweed didn't become respectable until they started processing it in Rockland and calling it marine algae? How long do you think it'll be before eating, eating, how long do you think it'll be before eatin becomes a dirty word and we have to call it biological energy transfer <music> Alan, Joe Cohn, here on the Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week, right here, same time, on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. You will never guess what I read in the introduction to Chapter 10 in my new Oceanography book. It says, right there in print, when a few folks realized that too many houses were being washed away by our rapidly rising oceans, an agency called NFIP was instructed to make people build far enough back so their houses wouldn't drop into the sea or slide off a cliff. You might remember, you might know, that Rockland Harbor is a bit wider than it was when Louis was selling hot dogs a little bit off Main Street there by Grease Hardware Store. By the time members listen to this, by the time members of Congress had alleviated concerns of the banking construction and real estate industries, however, the NFIP program had become a vast subsidy that supported risky overdevelopment of the u s coastal region. so, in spite of the NFIP The government still pays out billions of dollars with each flood disaster in the form of grants and loan subsidies to repair and replace high-risk structures in direct opposition to what the program was supposed to prevent. Well, you know that I'm only telling you about this in in an attempt to educate our friends. It is not big government that is the cause of this nation's woes, but the corporate interests that have the people they placed in Congress in like puppets on strings. Only when we can convince our friends to help us outvote big business will we have a government that is of the people, by the people, and for the people. Don't look for it in my lifetime.
1: That gentleman's oh, no, no.
0: Clarence Williams, whom I discovered late in life. I really like Clarence Williams. Had many very interesting bands. If you have heard the Humble Farmer radio program, you have heard me play Ghana. Because Ghana was often recorded at concerts, you can hear the applause when Ghana walks out on stage. And after he has worked his way through a convoluted introduction, and he launches into Lulu's Back in Town, which I might play for you in a short while, you can hear the audience applaud after he started to play this. Now you and I have always been impressed by the fact that individuals are not applauding because they like a particular song, but to let everyone else in the audience know that they are clever enough to recognize the tune. That's okay, because most of us need to be recognized for our achievements and abilities. And I've got to throw in here that my brother was and is a rare exception, and although he usually knew the answer, he would not raise his hand in class to let the professor and the other students know that he knew. This made him very popular among the faculty and students, because they knew that he knew. And when called upon to give the answer, he would never blurt out the answer, but would preface it with, I think it might be, or, perhaps it is, you know, in the manner suggested by, well, I don't need to say it, because you know who. For years, one of the services I provided to the most intelligent people in northern New England on my radio show was throwing out scraps of esoteric information that they could already write a book about. They already knew everything about it. And they felt good about themselves when they heard me say this because they knew that there were only a few other people who knew what I was talking about. Or that they had walked that road many times and could provide me with abundant footnotes for what I was saying. I gave people something to think about, so I provided a service. Your letters give me something to think about, so you're providing me with a service every time you send me one. Please, please send me a letter and tell me what you've been doing or thinking about lately. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. I can't do this program without you. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Joe Con, the first time I heard Harry Allen he was on a side with Scott Hamilton, and I somebody sent me this course, and I said, Who is this Harry Allen who thinks he's gonna stand on a stage and blow fours with Scott Hamilton? Well I soon found out You are listening to the humble farmer here on your favorite radio station, where with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. Wine snivel, wine snivel. Send me a note. I'm the farmer at gmail.com. Tell me what you're doing. Are you going to the beach or digging yourself out of snowbanks? And now, trivia. Listen to this foolishness that I tolerate on my Facebook page. Listen to this. This is what goes on on my Facebook page. I said that I paid $3 for a small step ladder at a move-in sale. Craig said, Perhaps it was emotionally move-in? Sharon said, I love your easy explanation of what actual visiting entails. Good job shopping. I'm appalled that I paid $8 today at Goodwill for a new outfit, skirt and top. Normally I shop the Salvation Army thrift store and half Price days. Fay said, Me too. Craig said I spin my own cloth from flax <laughs> and, I, and I still laugh when I read that. Craig said, I spin my own cloth from flax. Sharon asked, Craig, do you grow your own flax? Craig replies. No, you got me there. I order it online. (laughs) John Leake says, Be sure to save the seeds and make paint out of them. Well, does this give you the impression that there are a lot of very intelligent people out there who have absolutely nothing to do? People applauding themselves there. Well, Ghana, and because I've only got time for one more Harry Allen tune, I I would like to thank you for listening. With any luck at all, I should be back here next week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you right here on your favorite station. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. When I asked my neighbor if he'd heard about the armed bandits who swoop down on a town, kill all the men, and sell off the young women as slaves, he admitted that he'd read Leviticus and Exodus back when he was in Sunday school. He said, when people believe they are only doing God's will, how can man be expected to put a stop to it? Oh,